Hello, it's Josephine here, your performing arts business coach. And today we are on episode 71. And I'm excited to share with you something that I know for sure has helped me to retain students year on year. So I'm going to be sharing with you today the one thing that really can move the needle in your studio business to retain students and clients. Now, remember, there's two parts to retention. There's the student and then there's the parent. And they can really shift and change because, you know, from a parent's point of view, it can be a financial decision. And of course, they want to see their kid happy and healthy and, you know, making connections and really just enjoying themselves in your space. But There is other elements to that process. Um, You know, they want to make sure they're sending them to somewhere professional and organized and, you know, something that they can afford to do and all that jazz. Whereas in the student's eyes and their perspective is totally different. For them, it is truly about the joy and truly about the results, which is the show, the technique, the outcome. Um, you know, winning the prize at the competition or whatever it is, depending on your studio type, of course. But the point being is there's two sides to the retention strategy, and that is both the parents, the families, or the payer versus the student. Now, if you serve adult students, then it's the student because they're the payer as well. But remember that, that retention is not one-sided. You can keep it the, the student happy as, as long as you like, but you've got to treat both sides as rock stars. So I definitely have a way that I do that. And I'm so happy to be able to share that with you in this space because I'm a sharer if you haven't noticed yet. Now, before we kick into the intro of the show, (laughs) which we do every single week, I want to share with you something really special. Doors are opening to Talent Manager Bootcamp in just a couple of weeks on the 21st of February. And If you haven't already jumped on the wait list, make sure you do. The link is in the show notes. Um, That's not what I'm about to tell you. But anyway, link in the show notes, josephinelancuber.com forward slash TMB. Aside from that, though, I'm actually running a free webinar event. And yes, you are invited. It doesn't matter where your studio is located in the world. I want you to take advantage of this because I'm going to show you how you can create your own in-house talent management service, right? So your own talent management service in your studio. And if you don't know what that is, um, it's essentially being able to represent your students in film, television, theater, commercial, all that jazz. Um, so it's like, you know, being a talent agent slash talent manager. And, and I'm going to share how you can do that and make that a reality in your studio in my free online webinar. Now, this webinar is happening in a couple of weeks. I'd love you to join me. The link for that is also in the show notes. So I've got the waitlist link in the show notes. I've got the webinar link in the show notes. It's josephinelancuba.com forward slash webinar four. And the reason it's number four is because this is my fourth launch of Talent Manager Bootcamp. Um, This course has been just so phenomenal. We've seen studio owners do amazing things like booking their students on, you know, popular television series, commercials, auditions uh, for professional musical theatre shows, callbacks. You know, uh, we've seen so many amazing things from my clients that have come through the doors of this course. Um, But anyway, aside from that, 
no strings attached on this webinar. If you just want to come in, it's totally free. Uh, it's just an information download and I'm going to give you everything like the seven key revenue streams, where to find the work, how you can do it. Um, I'm going to be really clear and I'm going to give you as much as I can because I want you to do this for you and for your, your community and students. Um, so anyway, check it out. Link in the show notes, yada, yada, yada. Now we're going to move forward with the show and yeah, let's talk about retention, right? Because we're in that enrollment season, all that jazz. So let's talk about it. All right, here we go. Hey there, I'm Josephine Lankuba and you're listening to Business Arts and All That Jazz. I've been immersed in the creative business world and performing arts industry for over 20 years. I know from experience that being an artist, a creative or running a creative business can be a tough gig, but I'm here to tell you it's possible. I went from having zero dollars to my name and living below the poverty line, to then living paycheck to paycheck, to finally living a life of comfort, happiness, passion and even stability. In this podcast, I peel back the curtain and share with you the ups and downs of my journey. Plus, I tap into the minds of creative industry experts to discover their paths to success. I know you have a spark inside of you, that little voice that tells you to reach for the stars. I want to help you step into your limelight to have the courage to live a life you dream of, a life that you design. So get ready to be entertained and inspired as we talk business, arts, and all that jazz. Welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, look, for anyone that's never met me before, thank you so much for being here. You know, I've been, I, or if you listen to my shows, but you still don't really know the full, the full jig of who I am. <laughs> Welcome back. Okay. Uh, look, I've been running a studio business uh, for, goodness, I reckon about eight years. I mean, I was a teacher well before that, a choreographer, a performer. I performed on stages um, for many years, actually. And that was kind of really what I did as my as what I would call my day job. Uh, but then I went on to studio ownership and I actually fell in love with the educational side of it. I mean, I was already teaching, as I mentioned, but I, I just loved producing these outcomes for young people and giving them the opportunity to really enjoy the arts. Okay. So I've been doing that for a really long time. Um, and then I, you know, I, I'd been working in talent management for a while. I'd, I'd worked for promotional companies, talent management companies. I'd seen, I'd booked artists for, you know, work both here and overseas and on television sets. And I've been on set managing artists for live appearances and, you know, at festivals and, you know, international um you know, parades and all sorts of stuff. Like I've been around the traps. Uh, what I know for sure is that performance brings so much joy to people in both the performer's eyes and point of view and both the audience. Like it's just a beautiful thing. I mean, as a mum, I've got my two, my two um, children. I've got a, a daughter and a son and both of them 
love the arts, but in totally different ways. So my daughter is engaged in my studio. She, she does, um, you know, musical theatre. She was doing dance classes when we used to offer that sort of stuff. So we're more musical theatre based now. But, you know, when we started, she was doing all the dance classes and all the singing class and all the things. Um, my son used to do it as well when he was little, but he's very, very particular about what he wants to do and he wants to play soccer and he doesn't want to be in mum's performing arts studio space, which makes me sad, but I'm not going to push it. <laughs> I know he'll come back. Uh, he's talking about the drums now, so I know he's got it in him. Um, but what I love about my son is that he actually loves watching the shows. He loves the theatre as an participant, as an audience participant. And for me, I just go, you know what, if that's all that comes from this on his side, he's still enjoying the arts. There's two sides of the coin there, right? It's not just about the experience of the performer, though we're very hyper-focused as studio owners to make sure that our students have these amazing experiences, right? In the classroom, through to the programming, through to the stage or the screen or whatever it is that you produce as your final production outcome. But you know, as an audience member, my son laps it up. He's excited. He talks about the shows afterwards, his favorite characters, all the bits, his favorite routine, what he didn't like. He loves it. And I think it's important to see that everything has two sides. So, you know, we talk about from a performance side, we've got the performer's uh, point of view versus the audience point of view. When it comes to our clients, we've got the student's point of view and we've got the parent's point of view. Now, retention is absolutely key. Okay. Retention is key. And we know that it's a hard thing to do, but everything that you do is from the very inception, from the time you enroll them. So I want to be really clear on that. Now, some of the strategies that we have in place that are for both the parent and the student um, or the payer, because, you know, not everyone's a parent, I get it. The payer and the student is the first thing we do when someone enrolls is we send them confirmation email and text. Now, you might think, oh, well, that's really super basic. But do you know how many studio owners do not even send a confirmation? They literally, they go, cool, you're going to come back next week. Awesome, I'll see you then you can already lose that enrollment instantly. That retention could be gone from the time of the trial through to the following week if there was no follow through. For us, part of our retention strategy from the enrollment, the inception phase, is making sure that we send them a welcome letter, we get their sizing sheets, so straight away, because part of their um, enrollment is that they get what's called a welcome pack. And in that welcome pack, they get their club t-shirt or your studio uniform or whatever you do. They get their club t-shirt, they get like, you know, some other little goodies in a box and that gets couriered to their house, okay? And they have to sign up to our direct debit system. Now, once they're set in the direct debit system, we charge monthly and it's set and forget. That's also a part of our retention strategy. So retention is not just, oh, keep them happy. It's how do we lock them in? You know, like how do we get make it so that it's easier to stay than it is to leave? Part of that is your payment process. Recurring payments, subscription models, memberships, um, rollover fees, direct debit, 
all of that is part of a retention strategy and we know it works, okay? Because I can tell you now, we absolutely will retain more students from prior to when we used to just send an invoice and hope hope and pray that they would pay us eventually, okay? So we send them a text. We think text cuts through better than email, but of course they get the email welcome as well. They have to sign up to direct debit. The text tells them that welcome, you know, in your email, you've got three steps to complete. Number one, fill out your t-shirt sizing form, which is a five second thing. Number two, sign up to direct debit. This is a required step. Number three, join our private Facebook group, you know, welcome to our community, right? So we do all of that stuff. Then We send them a reminder the day before that when they're about to come back, we can't wait to see you tomorrow. Only one more sleep until we see you at your whatever class at this time on this day at this location. So this is all part of it. Okay. So this is a little bit more like onboarding, but it's the same thing in relation to that retaining the student from the trial moment through to getting them in that door and locked in. Now, if you can hear lawnmowers and blowers and all the things, I live in suburbia, right? Suburbia, Sydney. Um, And the next door neighbors decided to just do all the things next to my office. And uh, yeah, so if you hear a blower, I don't know if you can, but if you can, you know why. Um, Editor, I've got an editor. Hopefully you just get rid of the white noise in the background. Thank you. (laughs) Anyway, I digress. Okay, so that's from the very inception moment. Then it's about what happens when they walk in the door, right? So, you know, having those moments where you, are you training your teachers about engagement, keeping them engaged? Hey, when I see you next week, why don't we, you know, make sure you bring in this or, you know, little things to entice them and keep them motivated. Um, A great retention strategy that we've found is including Uh, that uniform piece in that reservation fee that we charge up front. So we have a once off, once a year reservation fee. And and with that, they get their their, um, club shirt sent to them via career. And the box has their name on it. There's confetti inside. It's all wonderful, right? It's really fun. Okay. Does it cost a little bit more uh, to do it that way? It does. But does it guarantee consistency because it's sent from head office with the stock? It does. Now, if you have stock in your studio and it's easy for you enough for you to do it, sure. But for us, it's a surprise element. We charge a $79 reservation fee at the beginning of each year um, or at the time of sign up, depending when they join us throughout the year. But those sorts of things have been a really um, fun thing. Once they get the uniform, they really definitely feel a part of it. Um, and I think that that's a really important part of the retention piece as well. Other things have been keeping them engaged through social activity. So we've done everything from, you know, social disco events, Halloween events, um, Christmas parties, you know, Easter bunny coming into the studio, giving, you know, everyone an Easter egg, like just things that make it super fun. So retention is not just about, um, you know, the classroom. It's about the social aspect, regardless if you're professional, competitive, non-competitive. I think the rule remains the same, that people are looking for connection. And, you know, some people will generally or naturally connect better with others than others. But 
the point being that you want to make sure that you're creating a really friendly community space. We find that connecting in our private Facebook is also a great one. So, you know, we celebrate the wins. We have our star of the week in every class and our coaches, um, they have access to being able to post up in there. So they post in our private Facebook group at the end of each class, the star of the week. Um, At the beginning and end of term, we always do a group shot of everyone because we want to celebrate everyone that's in the room. And then during during the term, we um, we do that star of the week post and they have to explain why they got it really briefly. So we don't just go, oh, congratulations, Molly, for being star of the week in jazz. It's, you know, congratulations, Molly, you're this week's star of the week for jazz because your turns were so well improved and we loved how you helped your friends, um, whatever, right? Really basic, really simple. Um, but that's all part of it, you know, and then people engage that way too. So the other parents are engaging in the Facebook group, congratulating the other, the other parents and the kids and all that jazz and kids love seeing their face in that group. They really, really do. Obviously you need to have permission waivers for, photo release and we do that all in our enrollment process so just be mindful of that but again a lot of the things I've said they cross between the payer which could be the parent and the student so for example getting um your your uniform or t-shirt couriered to your house with confetti inside excites the student but the parent and the payer also sees the value in that reservation fee. All of a sudden they're like, oh, wow, that's that's the extra mile, isn't it? That's pretty amazing. Um, other things that we provide that are value are we have affiliate, what we call affiliate friends. So for example, we have a, a party company, a local party company that gives all of our students a $25 discount every time they book um, with their party company. And we also get a kickback as well. So they get $25 off the student, but we also get $25 for the booking when they use our code. So we put a nice little gloss flyer that the party company provides in their welcome pack. And it has a code for them to get a discount from this supplier. We also have jazz shoes that are available to purchase online from our supplier, and we get a kickback there as well. So All of this stuff that you can do, like affiliate friends, is a great way. So um, that's probably more for the parent or the payer rather than the student. Yes, the student will benefit from the service or whatever they get from the affiliate, but the payer is the one that actually sees the financial benefits. They're like, oh, my my kid's birthday is coming up. Hey, I got that discount code from that, that party company. You know what? What a great thing to use or... Um, yeah, I do need jazz shoes. Oh my God, so much easier and convenient if I can just order them online. There's the measurement sheet. Cool, cool, cool order. So convenience is part of that and also making sure that we're providing great value for our customers. Okay. Now, so what are the key points? Follow up. Locking them in with a payment system, set and forget, making it easy for you and for them. Obviously, great quality. Look, I don't need to tell you, run a great class. Make sure your teachers are kind, engaging, that they're developing their skills. Like those are the obvious things, right? Those are the things we know we should do regardless. (laughs) You don't need me to tell you that you should run a good class. And what a good class looks like to you could be different to me, okay? All I know is as long as the students are developing skills, ready and confident by performance and well-prepared, 
and you know having a good time in the process then that to me is a good class okay so just making sure that you and your coaches and your teachers are on the same page okay so you know that's where training comes comes in as well so we've talked about that briefly uh we've also talked about you know how you can create great value and value is in the eye of the beholder right so it could be you know these affiliate friends and giving these great discounts with other providers uh just an important note with affiliates you know these are people that share your same client base but are not competitors of yours okay so that's where that makes sense if you're going to engage in people like that and that's a great way you should connect with other local business um you know, providing events, socializing opportunities, performance opportunities is a great way. If they know they've got this festival they're performing in in six months, they're unlikely to leave because they're going to miss out. So n- knowing what the calendar looks like up front. Yeah. So if you can release a six to 12 month annual calendar with your key dates, you're going to retain your students better because they're going to know what's coming up and what they can look forward to. That benefits the student, but it also benefits the parent because then they can plan. They appreciate organization. Parents and payers appreciate organization. Okay, they really, really do. Don't undervalue how being organized and running a tight ship and making it simple can help retain your client base. Okay, now finally, and this is the pista resistance. Hope I said that okay, everyone. I have a strategy that is absolutely hands down a retention strategy that you are going to want to have. And I'm going to give that to you in a few seconds after this very short break. Here's a quick snapshot of a chat I had with Tamara Scampolino from Vibes Performing Arts in Sydney about her experience as a talent manager and as a graduate of my course, Talent Manager Bootcamp. What made you personally decide that talent management was the next step for you and your studio? Hmm. Um, well, I, the dance studio that I grew up at, we actually, they had an agency as well, an in-house agency. So I grew up in that field and I grew up going to castings and auditions and that was really, that was just normal for me. And then when I started my studio, it was nothing I really considered because I didn't have any knowledge in that side of things. How would I do it? I just didn't consider it. Um, but then, you know, from listening to your podcast, that must be how I heard about it. It really like straight away I was like, oh, this is interesting. Okay, I'm gonna do the the boot camp, and so I signed up for your boot camp. And to, actually, it was really easy. Your lessons were they weren't too long because you know some courses you do the lessons are super yes. long and it's too much. I can't take in a lot at one time, and sometimes to mm. re-listen to things just to really um, get it in and let it soak in. So yeah, it was really good, short lessons. And um, and I got through the boot camp, and I was like, yeah, why wouldn't I do this? Like this is, mm. you know, it's, it's a no brainer. And having you, if we get stuck, if I've got a question, I can email you, I can ask you, you know, it's not like I'm out there doing this by myself with no one to guide me. I have guidance. I remember saying to my husband, hey, there's this lady, she owns like dance studios. She runs an agency and now she's training other dance studio owners how to do that. How cool is that? Like it just seemed like no one else was doing it. And I was like, that's so cool. It's such a great idea. Yeah. And obviously, you know, with my background, I thought, 
yeah, why can't other kids have the same experiences that I did growing up? Because it was so much fun. It, it just feels a lot more simplified. And having your boot camp for me made everything very streamlined, very simplified. Welcome back. As promised, here is the final piece of the puzzle when it comes to retention. And that is creating your dream studio where you provide amazing opportunities, not just for your students, but for you as well. So I know for a fact, because I've been doing this for many, many years in-house, and I've also coached many studio owners with this as well, that running your own in-house talent management service and providing awesome opportunities for on-screen and on-stage professional work is the key to retaining your students because retention is beyond the classroom. This is a model that will not only keep them long, long after they've left you, right? <laughs> but also continue bringing them back to you as a student. So let's say they leave you as a student, but they're still in your in-house agency and you represent them as an artist, you've retained them. They come back, believe me, they come back into the fold. It's also great because you become locally famous. People around you are talking about you when you provide great opportunities for your students and their families and your community. People will talk about it. Now, I have a very unique course that I've talked about a few times in the past, but I'm going to say it again because it's launching this month and doors are only open for a few days and then they close again. Okay, because I don't run it all year round. I couldn't possibly, right? It's limited. It's limited for a reason. Okay, now that is Talent Manager Bootcamp, and I'd love you to be a part of it. If you're a studio owner that wants to go from studio owner to talent manager in eight weeks, I can provide you with the industry insights and the theoretical and practical knowledge you need to create your own in-house talent management service. Imagine the buzz you will have within your studio walls when you provide a service like this, okay? I know because I've been doing it forever. <laughs> and, you know, I've, I've had my students do awesome stuff. I know because my clients have seen their students go on to do amazing things. And it's just really exciting. It's fun. And it's, it's another revenue stream, but it's also a safety net for your business because it means increasing your attention. And I really want that for you in 2023. We've had a rough, free, a rough few years to say the least, and this is the key ingredient. So look, I'm, I'm running a few things. So I've got a free webinar that I'm hosting in a couple of weeks. It's totally free. Note that it will also be recorded. So if you cannot attend live, by all means, watch the playback, um, but you need to register. So head to josephinelandcuba.com forward slash webinar four. The link is in the show notes. And this webinar is where I'm going to show you how you can create your own in-house talent management service, okay, in your studio. It's not rocket science when you know how. In the webinar, I'm going to show you everything. I'm going to give you the three key benefits to running, the, to running this service, how and where to find the work, the seven revenue streams that you can create, and so much more. Like I said, it's not hard. You just need to know where and what to do, and I'm going to provide that for you. The best part about having an in-house talent management service as well is that it can be completely inclusive from recreational kids to your advanced, you know, competitive company kids. 
you don't you don't have to have either or you create the agency you want okay so you know your your recreational kids or people with less experience might just be your commercial kids to start whereas you might be sending your more elite more you know experienced student to lead role auditions you know what I mean? So it's it's for everybody and that's what's so special. So it means you can actually engage your entire community. Like I said, head to the show notes or head to josephinelancuba.com forward slash webinar four if you want to chat with me live um, and get, get all the resources from me in that free webinar experience this month or and or really jump on the wait list for Talent Manager Bootcamp so you do not miss the announcement. It goes out to my wait list first, and that is Josephine Lancuba. For uh, what is it? JosephineLancuba.com forward slash TMB. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy your day. Loving it. Bye.